This week on Podcast 17. Not a whole lot of releases, but a pretty long media blitz, plus an exclusive interview with Echo, James, from Situation Outbreak. So stay tuned to Podcast 17. Welcome, listeners, to another edition of Podcast 17. This is episode 16097 on August 23rd, 2009. And uh, with me, as always, is Emmanuel. Hi, Emmanuel. Hello. And we also have James. Uh, I'm going to butcher your last name again, probably just like last time I did. So I'm not even going to say it. All right. <laughs> from uh, Also known as Echo from Zombie Mod Source, or as your new mod is called, Situation outbreak! Yay! Situation Wait, outbreak. you re you renamed it? Yes, we did. To, but why didn't you guys do that before you released? Uh, because we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> so how? So what? How do we know you know what you're doing now? Because I'm tired, and therefore I know what I'm doing. <laughs> there we go. There's your logic. Okay, sounds good. I really didn't like the name Zombie Mod Source though, so I think it I think it's good. I think it's good that you guys have your own special name. I think it had a weird honesty to it. A weird honesty, sort of like Shotgun Sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like you you get a you get the prostitute home and right before you're ready to get done a business, it tells you, "I'm a man." <laughs> Um, but we'll get be getting more to Zombie Mod Source. This is going to be a short episode, and I know the reason why it's going to be a short episode, and that's because Philip's on vacation. He's going to be on vacation till mid-September, which means he doesn't post anything to Planet Philip. I think this is the only time ever that Planet Philip has gone this long without uh, being updated, which is sort of eerie. Sort of like a desolate desert out there with Philip gone. Anyway, so we're going to try to fill the void. <laughs> with? I don't know, with us talking about podcast or Half-Life news. Oh, this is going places. <laughs> All right, first off on the uh, agenda is Podcast 17 news. And like I said last week, uh, I told you guys to expect changes on our mod db profile and changes are coming we've updated a lot of stuff if you go to our mod db profile you'll see that like right on the front page it sort of gives you a summary of all the um, recent episodes and we've been doing the transmission posts a little bit different and we're also on the rotator each week thank you dave traeger for that because now we're getting isn't that, more publicity isn't that isn't that nice it is nice it's awesome we can get a lot more listeners now so, yeah, since we're on there, like the big, we're on the big leagues, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, moving on straight from Method Valve. Uh, first, I guess we can, or how about you take us into this, Emmanuel? Nope. No? Why not? Nope. I'm awake and dressed. You, you take us through it. Okay. Um, I guess we can talk about all the updates first and, uh, Team Fortress 2 was updated, Dave Defeat Source was updated, Left 4 Dead was updated. These were all just uh, like crashes and bug fixes and tweaks a little bit. Um, as you guys all well know, the classless update was just released for TF2, so they've been sorting some things out um, for that. Um, Orange Box Engine was updated, so all you Orange Box mods out there. Then there was another TF2 update. And I believe in the Left 4 Dead update, there was some engine fixes. So they fixed some exploits. They fixed some server crashes. Um, they also fixed up some Novin Falcon support, which is that sweet gun that you can use. I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for the updates. Also, Team Fortress 2, the Team Fortress 2 team, the blog, um, they posted a really, really cool article it's called This Point Ain't Gonna Cap Itself. And they sort of go behind the scenes on how they create maps and how they actually create um, some of the content in Team Fortress 2, sort of like a behind the scenes 
look at how they develop things. And I don't know if you, Emmanuel, do you remember when we had that uh, time lapse video from Half Life Short Stories of the map being built? Yes. They're sort of doing the same thing, only they're doing it with uh, with viaducts. So if you if you play the video, it sort of shows the construction from beginning to end. And I think these are really cool, especially for developers out there who are uh, who are wondering how how to build a map yeah. from the ground up. Those are only those are always substantially cool. So. Let's see those. Exactly. And I guess uh, lastly on the street from the mouth of Valve, we have an extremely long interview. Oh, my God. With uh, Chet and um, with Chet along with Eric Wolpaw. Wolpaw. And this was featured on um, Ragdoll, Ragdoll Metaphysics. And it mainly talks about um, Valve culture, the Valve marketing structure, um, some things about Left 4 Dead 2, such as the AI constructs, and uh, and sort of it sort of goes over to the decisions Valve has made in the past and uh, where they are right now in terms of game development. So it's more of a meta interview. It's not about what is how is Eric Wolpaw a like the definitive source on that sort of information? I thought he just works on the Left 4 Dead things. Who Eric? Yeah. I'm not sure what Eric works on. All I know is that Chet was originally, he's a writer, and he just got into some PR work because he ended up talking to Doug Lombardi, and Doug Lombardi just essentially pulled him on the team. If you uh, read the interview, it's actually really interesting because you get, to, you get, you get a sense of how, um, of how the Valve company is structured and how people move across the ladder. They don't really move up or down a ladder. They just move sort of across it. <laughs> it's it's a really weird scheme, but it, it works. It works really well. For it, them. Does. it does. I really do like it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I guess Wolpaw wrote dialogue for uh, Half-Life's universe set game, Portal, um, and other things. In 2006, he won the Game Developer's Choice Award for best writing for his story and dialogue contributes to psychonauts while working on double fine productions psychonauts is a great game honestly are, are you sure do you, do you want to retract that statement no you have you ever played psychonauts yep mm-hmm. and you don't think it's a good game no i i'm just boring like that though it just was didn't run me right what the hell is wrong with you i don't know um <laughs> that actually it reminded me of a uh, that one game where you could well remember that I forget the name of it. PsyOps was it where you could like hack into people's minds and get them to kill their best friends? Oh, I don't know. I've never played that. Okay, never mind then. James, did you ever play Psychonauts? I actually didn't, and I always meant to. Oh, it's I a fun little I... kids game. Kid? Well, you should right, actually. Well, it is a kids game. It, well, sort of. Well, it's really childish. Well, I, I see. I had no idea he had even worked on anything outside of Valve. So, mm-hmm. well, so. the thing is, a lot of the people who work for Valve right now either came from the mod development scene or you know other mods or other other games. And there, we're not just talking like there's some Halo dev on the Valve team. These are games that are really creative, um, really out there that have high acclaim in the gaming community. So. Valve is a good collection of people, I would say. Yeah. I yeah. I I just yeah. Uh, okay, I agree. You leave it at that. Well, no. I remember a few, maybe like a year or two ago. I don't know why. I must have been really bored. I was I was rummaging through the the employee list of Valve, just going through all the individual employees because their employee list actually lists their like personal websites and their, their stories and oh, yeah. stuff. And some of them are very cool. For, for instance, there's a mo- there's two modelers who are actually married and they work together at Valve, but they're married. So that, that's a cool story. Sweet. Um, yeah, Valve has a good repertoire. I like going through like the Valve software website and reading off the staff members that we don't hear about as much because everybody has their own special profile. Yeah, it is very cool. Give you right. hope too. Maybe one day you'll have a cool job, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe I can work for Valve doing Podcast 17. Exactly. We could be there, you know. Well, actually, I don't know what I would be. Yeah, you could be. I could be their PR. 
PR, yeah, right. Yeah, Emmanuel working as PR. And James can make sweet zombies. Here we go. We should we should all apply as a trio. Our resume as one. Yeah, I think we're not. We might not be as good as the portal trio. So, <laughs> not the poop on anyone's parade. But <laughs> all right, moving on. I guess we can get right into the release list and uh, the really off, the release list for this week. The, the, actually, the release list was only one thing until this morning, and that one thing was Monster Survival, which is a yes. co-op map um posted on fps banana and basically all it is is you know, there's 10 ways of zombies and then after that you fight a boss and lion guard so it's really not that great in fact i think i remember seeing this somewhere else on planet philip but i could be wrong it's just sort of your arena horde based map not that interesting but then um i believe yesterday yeah yesterday providence was released version 1.0 yes what the where did this come from i don't know it's you know there's always these mods that like to keep a low key and just say nothing until they release this is i'm actually what zombie mod source did in their early days it is there you go yeah but its name was zombie mod source yes so So it really could have cured cancer but it wouldn't really matter it's still fun though it's awesome. Um, but anyway, Providence, um, you briefly alternate through the eyes of Gordon Freeman and one of the Combine soldiers reaching the facility. The story will be explained in poten- in a potential sequel. And he says, oh, and it's one of those short but sweet type of mods. I haven't played it yet, and it looks pretty sweet. But I like the idea of um, alternating storylines all at once, almost I've, like uh, Indigo I've, Prophecy. I played it, and I just happened to be playing it again as oh, we really? speak. Yes, and it is... It's just it's it it makes me sad because we don't get this level of detail in most mods and that's a sad story. Aww. This is this is really good. Everyone has to this is this goes on my list of research and development and radiator of you have to play this. What are you doing? Start playing this right now. You have to play it yet. <laughs> so explain to this though, because this takes place in Black Mesa. Right. But there's like combine and striders and right. So, well, first of all, this mod looks amazing, and and not just in an amazing way in that oh well he knew what he was doing with the hammer engine. It's amazing as in this guy must know something no one else does about the Half Life Two engine because he's utilized a whole series of tools and very cool things that I didn't even know were there. So. When you transition between Gordon and the said Combine, um, it's not cheesy. It actually feels almost like you're in a movie because of the way it's done. You go into slow-mo and these cool visual effects are kicked in. And it feels like you're almost part of like a SWAT team almost the way the, the Combine squads move around and everything. So it's not just you know strewn together. And the actual game itself is just very well – just put together very well. So it's just it's – just, a, a, just an utter pleasure to to be a part of so cool and the mod we're yeah. talking about for all the people who are confused in chat is uh provenance yeah P-R-O-V-E-N-A-N-C-E. definitely v-e-n-a-n-c-e you can check out their mod db profile provenance. and and they've they've actually taken the time to change model sounds and and uh models and although some of the guns are the same oh my god the USP-45 with the silencer is the coolest thing ever. Why didn't anyone ever do this? <laughs> and 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 they also brought back the old uh, Half-Life uh, recharge stations. Cool. But you, yeah. you you never fully explained to me why the Combine are in Black Mesa. Um, or is just not explained in the mod? Well, maybe, maybe they'll do that. But I'm just having to – I'm just so chuffed right now with how fun this is and how well it's done. I, don't, I couldn't care less. Really, they could introduce Barney, and I would still play, get along with it. It's, it's just so nice. All right, cool. Yeah, play so, it. So that's the release list. I want to play it. It'll 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 probably go on a, a follow up for me next week. So yeah. Well, I mean, it. honestly, the, there's nothing this week. Hopefully, we will have some more stuff next week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now we're in Media Blitz. We're 13 minutes into the show, and we're, we're done. Already on Media Blitz. The, I like how this is working. <laughs> you might be able to get to leave at 11, Emmanuel. Listen, I, it's not something I want to do. It's something that, you know, just I have to. Right. No, it's something you want to do because you hate us. 
Okay, how about you yeah. do media blitz then? Media blitz? Yeah. Okay. Okay. If good. you can, uh, if you can um, somehow detract long enough for me to open it while I. Uh... Okay. Okay. And media blitz. <laughs> Dark City 17 trailer. Actually, this was pulled out. This yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. Uh-oh. Um, what happened? I don't know what happened. Oh, actually, their summary's still up, though. It's just that... I don't know. They pulled the video. Whoa. No, there's a big red disclaimer on their site. Being archived. Dun, the mod dun, you are trying dun. to view as C's development is consequently being been archived. Hmm. What? Well... Yeah. <laughs> one down what's the next thing on yeah the media sweet board? moving on <laughs> cool this is an easy job all right so prison island mod um so did they hire you guys on to help them name their mod echo uh were you a consultant on that no <laughs> it's okay. a very literal name yeah so uh, all right guys we got to do a name all right so what's a mod about well it's about a prison Okay, where is it? It's on an island. Okay, is it a game or a mod? It's a mod. All right, good. Work Prison done. Island. Prison Break. Oh no, that's taken. Uh, <laughs> that would have been that would have been way too difficult. This update goes through um, what we talked about last about Prison Island though, and remember they were having that sort of contest where you pick the scheme or the the I guess the decor of the prison, and they came with a conclusion, and they have some concept map uh, concept maps out there. <sighs> it's just concept maps. Really? I don't see any gameplay. This is one of the few mods that actually do concept maps. They do, like, concept work within Hammer, and then they sort of publish it. That's sort of weird. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm skeptical. If you're going to show concept maps, then they should be something on par with City 17, you know? Because the City 17 stuff looks really, really cool. Yeah, but these maps, these maps from Prison Island look really nice too. There's no reason why they can't use these. They, they look really nice, but I mean, a few weeks ago, remember the that one Japanese mod for Left 4 Dead, and we thought, oh Jesus Lord, what yeah. is this? This looks really good. Yeah, that is how you release concept maps, not this. So I shouldn't Sorry, say guys. that people don't do concept maps; they just don't show them very often. And most concept maps are actually drawn out. That's what I'm trying to say. Not a lot of concept maps are um, are done in Hammer. I guess they just don't really care about optimization. They just sort of go with it. Yeah. Well, I I'm not I'm not enthralled. But if you like prisons and islands, then this is right up your alley. So <laughs> check this out. Um, moving on to No More Room in Hell, which is about Resident Evil. So zombie. it's another zombie mod. Eh. Presum yeah, presumably eh. it'll, it will never really ever come out. Actually, th another thing, we talked about No More Room in Hell last week or the week before, and they had some really good in-game screenshots and some really cool stuff that they were showing off, and we were like, finally, they're showing some some screenshots that are of use, and now they're back to their old self, just showing off concept art and having an audio update fluff in there. So. Yeah, well, you know... You Chin up, chaps. I'm sure you might, you know, actually make something instead of just concepts. But you know, it takes time. So keep at it. I, I'm, 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 I'm. I couldn't be any more skeptical because I, you know, how I feel about zombie mods, let alone Resident Evil. I didn't even like Resident Evil the original, let alone you know the mods that are going to come out for Half Life Two. So, James, did you see No More Room in Hell's update? couple weeks ago like what what are you guys thinking about no more room in hell as a competitor uh well i can't really i actually uh saw a lot of the media even before we even started the mod they had a lot of media out that's yeah. how old it is and they still haven't come out with anything so i can't really be like uh their competition cuz until they're out until they're actually out there and then people are playing it um i don't know i can't really grade it that's true Listen, if you're if you're making a Resident Evil mod right now, and it's you're not, not a Resident Evil mod, stop saying. Yes, it is. It's just a zombie mod. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that guy's skull with the teeth. That's <laughs> actually still even even if you aren't making a Resident Evil mod, 
if you're making a zombie mod or anything scary, stop what you're doing and make a Silent Hill cover for Half-Life 2. You will earn my eternal gratitude because that's what we need. We need more Silent Hill games, not this. So. Yeah, actually, I would like to, and there was a, there's a lot of mods sort of going towards the Silent Hill, like the more the scary ones, not zombie-ish ones. I'd like to right. see a Silent Hill slash zombie mod. Right. I want I want to see a mod where you don't see a single alien or oddity or zombie for like half the game, and then out of nowhere you get this pyramid head looking thing that just terrifies you to the core. That's what I want. I want to take a segue here and just tell you about one of my biggest pet peeves, because I don't know if you guys can hear, but there's a dog constantly barking right now, and uh, my biggest pet peeve is people who go to Starbucks and they chain their dog outside the door so the dog gets to watch them inside and even further yet they go to starbucks and they meet with all their friends and they just sit in there for an hour and a half while their dog just barks its fucking head off all day that's my pet peeve so So don't be that person listener don't be that person they should just do what i do and just tape their dog's face shut (laughs) anyway Actually, you can go do it for them if you need tape. <laughs> I've got it. Anyway, if you hear a dog barking in the background, I apologize. No, we can hear it. That's <laughs> that's that's a given, actually. All right, move on. Yes. So, in summary, make more Silent Hill mods. Okay. So, moving on, we have uh, Half Life One inside Half Life Two Media. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing this is a Black Mesa source kind of deal. Well, what they're, what they're doing is they're replacing all the assets in Half-Life 2 to the Half-Life 1 assets. So, for example, um, you'll see things like the original Exploding Barrel in Half-Life 1. The medkits have been changed to the, uh, to the ones with the straps and um, things like the so- soda machines and the HEV suit. They had a media update, but this is a correction of that one because they realized they did a couple things wrong with that media update, I guess. So, this is sort of cool. If you let, if you want to replay Half Life Two, I mean it's not out yet, but uh, keep your eye out on this if you want to replay Half Life Two using the Half Life One asset. Well, okay. like there are some things I wish they didn't change in Half Life Two, for example. Yeah, there there are a lot of things actually. Um, well, let's move on then to Shotgun Sunrise. Hell's yeah! Yeah, did you look at this render of the? See if you're gonna do concept art, do something like this. This is this is what I want to see. Look at this, look at this, this fruit fucker-esque zombie fruit fucker prime. This is, <laughs> this is prime material right here. Look at this thing. It's if funny. You're, this is a good update. Is, if you are a fan of Penny Arcade, this is right up your alley. This is, this is where it's at. So just to, cl- just to summarize, I guess, um, Shotgun Sunrise has been dormant for a little bit, but they finally released a pretty big media update. Their first image shows off the new fruit fucker as Emmanuel has been saying. The next one is the new evil zombie plant. You can see the animations and everything associated with that. And uh, they have a new in-game video, which is pretty cool, of the new spiders, the new spider models, which are just basically head crabs. But I guess um, the way they work is they can actually attach to your head, and you have to get, like, a friend to hit it off your head. Like, you can't do it yourself, or else the, the, the spider will just mess you up. And then lastly... Um, they ha- they're showing off their new evil zombie bull. <laughs> so absurd. And they got some new maps and stuff like that, and some updates to the old maps. So it's a pretty good update. It is. All around, it covers all your uh, all your sides. And you have to admit, if if me and you had never played this mod and we had seen this media update, we would just we would we would say, what the what? Yeah. What is this? Well, they, <laughs> like I said, they got a good collection of media. It's not just a couple screenshots. So. Yeah, I know. But even if the media was, you know, this, I, I still wouldn't have. I, I just would have been baffled by it. it. You have to play it, and you have to see the zombie running animations to understand this mod. Once you see that, <laughs> it all it all just comes together. It's it's nice. That's what it is. I'm gonna look at you, James, again, and say, what do you think of the Shock and Sunrise update? I I just cannot get past the fact that the the friggin' thing's called a zombie fruit fucker. (laughs) I'm just just perplexed by that, so I really need to play it myself 
before. Oh, you never played Shotgun Sunrise? I haven't, no, because oh. I've been looking at the media updates over and over and getting perplexed by them, so I'm going to start playing it. I'll play it today. Well, to, to each their own. You need... The, the thing is about Shotgun Sunrise, though, right now in its current state, is uh, there's only, like, one map, and it only has one mission, so it's almost just like a co-op single-player campaign, almost. So what you should do is if you or anybody out there who's listening who hasn't played shotgun sunrise is get a group of friends in your case james you might want to get like the whole dev team of zombie mod source and uh just get in a server and play through the map until you beat it and then you can fully experience shotgun sunrise and make sure you guys are in voice chat and stuff because it's fun it is all right then. all right can, can we move on because yep. this is this is what i've really been wanting to get to yep. although i do love shotgun sunrise Radiator 1-3, Much Madness, Progress Report. Right. Yes. The, the Progress Report isn't that entertaining. Basically, all he's talking right. about is that he's having problems um, creating the, the submarine. He's gone through a lot of different concepts and stuff like that. So he essentially just wants to tell people that he's still working on it. Even, because Radiator's sort of known for coming out every two weeks. And we haven't right. seen one three yet. Well, yeah, but it's just, it's very, it's nice to see this genuine news. Exactly. It, how, how often do you see someone say, yes, I'm failing, but here revel in my failure? Or this is, this is how I'm trying to fix it. So yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very cool. And he also has an image because he wanted to get on the front page of MonDB. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he just threw up a picture of, uh, of Emily Dickinson that he was talking about on when we were having the interview with him. Yeah, it's it's very it's very cool. I'm looking forward to three. I'm I'm I hate to poop on his rainbow this early on, but I I don't think I'm gonna like it as much as two. Two is just really good. I don't think I'm gonna like um, the rest of them as much. Uh, if he outdoes himself, then you know, bravo. But so, but oh, it, correction, yeah. correction. I guess he didn't want to, or I guess Henley just decided it should go on the front page. Really? <laughs> yeah. He didn't even want it, but Henley... See, even Henley's a fan. Oh, yeah. God, Dave loves Radiator. Yeah. So. That emo emo Australian him. Just <laughs> doesn't know any better. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Okay, this next bit is uh, is really cool. It's called... Yeah. Uh, oh, it's Dear Esther. Yeah, Red this is... Radiator. Actually, Dave sent me this. Oh, I thought this was just render, like, reconcept art of just something new, but if this is... That's really cool. I like the Dear Esther. For those for those of you that don't know what Dear Esther is, it's a mod, but or well, you don't shoot things, but give it give it some time because it's it's very, God, it's almost like Radiator, I suppose, in that it just it kind Love of it. conveys something to you as opposed to you just shoot combine in the face. So very cool, and this this is the work of someone hugely talented. If you look at the before and after, which is right here in front of you, it's plain as day how much of an of an update this is. And you wouldn't even guess that it's the same engine, because some of these I would never pin as the source engine. These terrains are... Actually, it's not. What? I think what he's doing is he's recreating it um, as an indie game so that he can play it, or so that he can uh, oh. show it off, maybe. I could right. be wrong, but there's no no talk in this whole news post about source. So I don't know if, if if it's a redux to the source version or if he's actually creating his own indie revamp. Well, either way. I can't say for sure yet. Either way, he can do no harm. If he does he do does. his own single, you know, play, I mean, single engine for into it, then fine. Because this is something that I would like a lot of non-gamers to get into and non-gamers do not typically have source. So, yeah. So very cool. Take a look at that. That's very. It's very interesting to see how he's done that. Although in the um, tags it does say hammer and mapping and source, so maybe it is for source. I don't yeah. know. All I know is that he wants to get into some indie game competitions. Yeah. And, well, uh, we we can just we can just ask him personally. Oh, actually, we should interview him. Yeah, Robert Brisco. Yeah, I've seen him do a few interviews, so I'm sure he wouldn't be reluctant to, to do that. Um, well, next we have Firearms Two on the list. Firearms Source. Yeah, Firearms Two is. Uh, they have a new, um, oh wait, source or two? Firearm source. Okay, one of the firearms mods has um, renders. Is it renders? No, it's actual in-game screenshots of yep. new guns. So. In-game screenshots of their new, um, uh, I guess, 
SR-25, the stoner rifle, yeah. which looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's big. Oh, my God. The clip on that thing is giant, and the scope, too. The glove looks a little odd. It looks yeah, like... <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about that, too. It almost looks like the uh, the glove in the original Half-Life. Like it just yeah no well they've they've taken this bump mapping thing a little too far but you know maybe, but it is it is early on so benefit of the doubt maybe they'll you know fix maybe they'll get rid of the guy's malaria we can <laughs> we can only hope and they also have another weapon render but we like seeing things in game yeah I want to see it in game working well instead of whoa so I don't know what that was um yeah lastly. Lastly, Black Sector, what a cool name. Subject Horizon. Hmm? I like Actually, it's subject H-O-R-I-Z-O-N. The Wrath Horde. <laughs> How can you not like this? I, I hate, though, that you can't open up these screenshots because they look, do look pretty cool. Yeah, what is up with that? I, was I don't know. Too. Anyway, they have a, they have a concept uh, or a work in progress on one of the maps. They do this a lot. Black Sector is pretty notorious for... Uh, posting work in progress of their maps going on and a lot of their maps are outdoors and they like showing off the uh the orange textures and everything like that and also some rendered stuff or textured stuff yeah and then the uh the concept art is pretty oh, cool yeah. these guys are kings of concept art yeah so. pretty intense usually concept art just makes me angry but i'll let this slide it looks pretty cool oh show yeah so but, anyway. no, that yeah, that does look cool. I'm actually looking forward to whatever this is. I do like third person shooters, so Yes, but overgrowth is for eight year old boys and we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Nick says overgrowth is the king of concept art. <laughs> so you would say that. Just for the record, Nick still collects Pokemon cards. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, he's typing. He says he does it. But he's lying. So anyway. If you if you have any extra Pokemon cards, send them into Nikki Richardson at gmail.com. Okay, so we're 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 coming up here on the last of the articles, and we have eternal silence. Yes, the, the it's, it's a two-parter actually because they're doing the uh, the postmortem for or not not really the postmortem, but they're they're featured on the summer of mods and indies. So they got some really cool stuff. It's Ryan or. Yeah, Ryan Anderson Stenchy from ModDB is featuring them. So the first article is more about, um, let's look back at the development. Let's For anybody who hasn't played um, Eternal Silence, what can you expect? Some technologies, they go on with the uh, networking and lag issue that we see in a lot, in a lot of uh, source mods um, and beta testing and everything like that. And then part two actually goes over what went wrong with the with the mod. So not only does postmortem go over positive things, but it goes over uh, negative things as well. And if memory serves me correctly, this is the first Half Life mod on the Summer and Indies feature. Uh, yes, it is. So that's pretty cool. If if there's any developers out there who are having problems with uh, with things like dealing with open world environments. Um, some, some technologies or why you should use source, uh, networking, big, big issue with the source engine, um, some learning curves, open gameplay. This is a great article for anybody getting into mod developing or has already basically got themselves into mod developing but are having problems with key specific issues. Uh, it's, it's such a good, pardon me, it's such a good idea to read about someone else's direct failures. Right. It teaches you what to do and what not to do, and this this is perfect. And it's just an interesting read, so yep. why not? Yep. And I like yep. Internal Silence. I think it's a, one of my favorite uh, infantry uh, games. So yeah, it's it's a really cool um, it's a really cool sort of contrast. That's what I was trying to look at. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they got some, seven more mysterious mods to cover on the summer of mod, mods and indies. Jane, yes. are you one of them? Yes. Uh, no. We want it to be, but <laughs> that didn't materialize. <laughs> uh, like everything else, it didn't happen, and yeah. we are all sad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll we'll make our own summer of indies, and you guys can be the headliner. <laughs> the low price of five hundred dollars an episode. <laughs> 
Just give us 50% of your profits. <laughs> Not a joke. Yeah. 50% of zero is zero. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast 17 is what is to profit is, I don't know, Mod B is to... Well, I probably shouldn't say anything or else we're going to get taken off the rotator. Right. <laughs> Either way, we make no money. That's basically what I was trying to say. Yeah, no, we Lastly. don't. Lastly... And even if we were to, we'd pay so much in damages to other people, it just would not work out. That's true. Actually, Nick Nick makes a good point. I pay for hosting, so actually 50% of my negative profit would be that you give me money. But I pay for hosting. <laughs> no, it, we, I'm sure we can work out some system where you can where the, the listener pays us. Actually, I wonder... We need to make a poll. If Podcast 17 was $5 a month to listen, would you pay it? <laughs> How many listeners would we have? Can, can, I, can I be honest with you, William? If I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay for it. I wouldn't pay for it either. What the hell? <laughs> I, I wouldn't pay for I wouldn't pay $5 a month. I, I wouldn't pay for it. just left as you said that. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just depressed myself. I think that's it. I think we need to end the podcast on that. No, that's really depressing. Actually, no, we have to cover jailbreak. So yes, let's, let's cover we, jailbreak. We have our interview, too. Right. So jailbreak is about dinosaurs. Cool. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> no, the... jailbreak has uh, an interview with Noesis, and uh, it's actually a video interview. So this is sort of classic of Noesis. This is exactly what I would expect with them. And they've chased down two of the developers behind the mod to have a quick chat. I think, um, I believe they interviewed Wills and somebody else. They, uh, no, Jailbreak could hire Ava Green to show up at my doorstep and take me on a date. And I still would not like them. So. Why? What's wrong with Jailbreak? Because there was this whole Planet Half-Life thing that happened with Thomas, and I totally think Thomas was in the right, and it was nasty, and I'm not going to get into it, but I, I, I don't like that kind of underhandedness. You don't, you don't remember that? You don't remember Thomas complaining I, about it? I remember, but things change. You put things under the rug, I guess. Yeah, but well, my rug is, is never-ending. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a stubborn man, William. You know this. Either way, this is a great interview because Noesis does, they have a really professional production group. And um, it is an interview with Wills. So you actually get to see what Wills look like. looks like. He looks exactly like he sounds. That's pretty much really pictured that. Um, and they got like a really cool video in the background. Like this looks like something you'd see off of game trailers or something like that. Or uh, IGN. Very professional interview. I, for some we reason. More of this for the mod scene. For some reason, when I was watching this, I couldn't help but I just like I was just expecting just to just for it to cut to Ah Hepa drinking a cup of coffee <laughs> and, just, and just stroking his goatee. For some reason, I don't know why. Ah, it's Will's and Will's wife, I guess, which is kind of cool. Mm. Well, so anyway, actually, we should start doing that. Developers, developers, come to my apartment. And we will set you up just like that video. We'll make a nice little title bar at the bottom and stuff. So just come to my apartment. I'll give you Doritos and Coke, and we can do an interview. James, how does that sound? It sounds like the equivalent of giving, like, candy. Like, someone drives <laughs> up next to you and is offering you candy and get in their car. But so, so, James, next week, you can come over to my apartment, and uh, we'll, we'll do a nice little interview. Oh, okay. Dude. Okay, so, James, um, let's talk about Situation Outbreak. Okay. So why the name change? Like, officially? Officially, what is your reason? Um, officially, we were talking about it for a while, and we came to the conclusion that the current name was getting seriously confused with other modifications out there, not just for Half-Life 2, but for your games like Counter-Strike Source. And it was becoming a serious issue because we would read threads everywhere talking about how you should play the mod and how great it was and then it was sort of ruined by the fact that the next post was oh is this for counter-strike source i've played this and it was every single thread uh pretty much that's how it went down uh that's how zombie mod source started though right if i understand you guys um were sort of mimicking or recreating this the counter-strike that is accurate um but it's sort of from there, it took us to other places, and now we don't really want to be affiliated with that because right. it gets people confused. 
Um, but the reason why we chose what we uh, did is because we actually were on um, HL Coders, the IRC channel, and we were just randomly discussing things one day. It was actually a while ago, um, maybe three days ago, and we were talking about uh, different names for mods, and someone, I think it was uh, Tony, who, I forget, I think he did work on the original Counter-Strike source. Um, cool. Yeah, he actually brought up different names, and then we were thinking of uh, uh, having the name, having situation before the name. Um, then it sort of just came to the conclusion situation outbreak was actually, in the end, it was actually Jordan's idea. Uh, and then we all came to the conclusion that it was pretty good, uh, maybe three days ago after it happened. And uh, we sat on it, waited for the right time, and then told everyone we were going to change it. And it took um, at least four hours for me to switch everything. Yeah, so. that, that, that was sort of my next question. It seems like you, you, you got a hold of the Valve developer community, ModDB, your website. Did you just do like a find and replace all on everything? Uh, yeah, and then there are some things that just randomly decided not working, not to work after I changed oh. names. So yeah, then it was a sort of a, a debugging process that I had not anticipated. But yeah, yeah, but that, that that's actually something that uh, podcast seventeen will be going through in the in the near future. I think why of the future somewhere down the line. Why somewhere down the line? Well, because of our new site and everything like that, we got to change a lot of permalangs. That's sort of something that we're gonna have to deal with. I like podcast seventeen. No, I'm not talking about the name. I'm just talking about the way the linking is. Okay, so. well. We could always rename it to Manual 17 or something interesting. <laughs> so the last time we talked to you, James, was uh, you guys were sort of concentrating on getting your own assets in game. Um, like you, you were sort of notorious for your for your custom weapons, but you were also sort of trying to expand that. So where is Zombie Mod Source right now? Uh, we can say with quite a lot of confidence. That uh, version, right now we're on 1.4. We haven't really had a release in several months now. Yeah, quite a while. Uh, yep, yeah. and then uh, what we're expecting another release, version 1.5, the first week of September at some point. We haven't actually pinned down a date, but it'll be that week. Um, and it will include all of the weapons will have been replaced with custom content. Ooh, good. Oh, so content. no more FPS uh, banana. Or if we've we've been there, done that. <laughs> uh, there was nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, and then uh, well, it's actually that's interesting too because now we see a bunch of other um, like first-time zombie mods now using the same FPS banana models as us, which I thought <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, we should have all that content replaced. There's going to be I think seven new maps, two new game modes. Uh, one new, completely new uh, zombie NPC. It's basically the 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 fast zombie you're familiar with, or the Reaper. But he doesn't jump. He just runs at you with amazing speed, and you will die. Um, <laughs> but that's pretty much the highlights. I'm sure I could go through. I have a change log that's like four pages long. Well, but... tell us about the new models, though, and like who made oh. them, and uh, what was sort of the inspiration behind them. Well, we uh, I had someone contact me from a I believe a community college in Florida, and I was like, okay. Um, which 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 school? Uh, I know I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Uh, I'll try to get that for you. But he uh, he approached me, and he was interested in because we made it clear that we needed a modeler. Uh, so he he was interested in uh, actually taking that on, and uh, I was like, yeah, that'd be great. We really need some models, and uh, the first model he made really, I think. Uh, I believe it was it was either the not a nine millimeter, but he hadn't done weapons before, so I was a little hesitant as to what to expect from him. But uh, his name's uh, Ryan Gaston. Uh, oh. Yeah, we know Ryan. You do? Yeah, we had uh, Ryan Gaston on the show before. Why does that name sound familiar? Oh, sorry. No, he has a it's a different pronunciation. Hold on, let me look it up. But um, he he uh. Okay, he uh, he approached us. After he approached us, he did his model, and um, we all liked it. So he brought on a team, basically all of his friends from his college. So basically, 
I don't know, nine, ten people. Which <laughs> our modeler is and texture artists, and he basically just like we we give him model a a model request basically on a Tuesday, and then he'd get back to us like on a Thursday with screenshots of the thing textured and everything. And I was like, okay, so feeding <laughs> him things, and it just kept popping out. And then I was going insane because I had to animate all of the weapon models myself since we don't have a weapons animator. Right. And uh, so <laughs> it was pretty much a panic for like three weeks of just getting material and processing them. Now it's sort of slowed. Um, well, they I think they have midterms now, so that's mm -hmm. helped. But and a new semester starting too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, them, I mean that was the story behind all the models. And there are pictures. Uh, there should be pictures. There are pictures on our website on the ModDB page. Um, but. Basically, that's how the models uh, came about. Uh, that answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the new game modes, because that's always something fun. The two new game modes, I think they're descriptions too on uh, our website and on MyDB, mm -hmm. um, are Objective, which is sort of like your classic, the survivors need to do something, but there are, MP there are uh, zombie NPCs in your way. And you need to, I don't know, for example, the objective map that it will be included in version 1.5 is uh, H1N1, which is a play on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically for that map, there's, it's a series of objectives that you need to basically, it's, it's sort of like an escape map, but it's for uh, zombie NPCs. They're chasing you. There's just waves like they're coming out of walls. But it's, it's really, uh, it's more like single player driven almost. Because uh, there's a lot of single-player elements, but it is multiplayer. Um, then the second, which I'm most excited about personally, is um, the Overlord game mode, which is you uh, have a zombie. It's sort of like infection because one survivor is randomly chosen to be the first zombie. But uh, now you have, the in the Overlord game mode, you have this one zombie, and he can't infect other people, but he can spawn his own zombie horde, and they, he can command them with his claws. So basically, he can point in a direction, and the zombies will all assault to that direction. So it's like it's almost like an uh, has an RPG element to it, almost just because of the fact that you you can control something that other people can't control, and it's only you. And once you die, if the overlord, if the zombie overlord dies, um, then you then another zombie overlord is chosen in his place during the round. So it's continuous. It never the round never ends until the round time expires. It's interesting just because you always have something to do and there's always something happening and I think it's the most uh, action driven it's the most exciting just out of the few beta tests we've done with the team cool yeah I, I mean uh, that was the video that you were showing off on your mod db profile which we really that, which I really enjoyed and it was really cool it's almost like uh, zombie master only not the whole RTS thing mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's awesome um, so I guess I'm looking at your weapon renders here, and there's a there's a picture called the lineup, and there's probably I don't know how many weapons are featured here. Maybe about twenty, thirty. Yeah, I'd, I'd say around twenty. We're not gonna make not all of them are gonna make it to version one point five, but we will have replaced all of the FPS bananas. So there will at least be like we're thinking ten, but we'll we'll steadily release them following this we just wanted to replace the models get that out there because we don't want to be affiliated with that anymore but uh, yeah um so you're saying 10 of these are going to be in there i see there's a katana yes and the katana is done it is fully implemented is does it cut zombies in half is there is there awesome gibbing see there's not because last time we tried gibbing uh the mod lagged even more than it does now so oh, right. <laughs> but we'll uh We'll we'll work on giving again. If you it. if you love your your players, then you will implement giving because a good giving system is is what makes a zombie mod. I say. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you're saying the first week of September we should see this new version. First week of September, if everything goes well, which so far it has, there hasn't been any bumps in the road. And I guess what about new maps? Uh, I believe seven new maps. Uh. Uh, we have a, a new mapper, actually, who came on board. Um, he's been doing some really good work. Uh, 
uh, here, let me get the name lists. But um, he's been, uh, actually, I don't have his name. Oh, yeah, I do. Kai, Sin- Kai Sindler um, from Switzerland. Yes, we have a very, uh, very diverse. Diverse. There we go. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, he's been doing some good work. Basically, his uh, he uh, specializes in city-based maps, sort of like Half-Life Two looking, um, which has been nice because most of our maps are in remote areas. So it's just to have it's good to have that variation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the maps will be for all different game for all. Uh, I think you can say six game modes now, right? Yep, six game modes. Um, it'll be for all six game modes, so you have some survival maps mixed in there, infection. We made sure to cover all of them so that no one's left out. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, you guys have been really active, and we haven't been seeing this, so we're happy. I guess I haven't been checking your main site or your, or your mod DB profile that much, but I'm glad to see you guys are still like very much alive and kicking since your last release. Yep, still there. <laughs> I, I I would say that well I can uh, if so, if Shotgun Sunrise wasn't filed under Gay Cowboy mod I would say I yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't be able to say that this is my favorite zombie mod but they are filed <laughs> under Gay Cowboy mod so I can say that this is my favorite zombie mod. I'd say it's my like, favorite zombie mod too. I, and I can fi- and I can honestly say Situation Outbreak now <laughs> instead of Zombie Mod Source. Right. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying too. Now people can actually say the name with that like grimacing. <laughs> yeah, well, like if you ever tried to get a job in the gaming industry, and you wrote that down in your resume, what would they say? Well, actually, really? they did say things about it because <laughs> I talked to empl- Valve, Valve employees because, like I was saying, they're on uh, the, it's GameSurge.net. They have their own uh, IRC channel. It's H H L Coders, um, mm-hmm. which I, I now hang out there just to get some. Input basically on the for, for instance we got the input for the new name, but uh yeah they were commenting on it and they were doing uh twists for instance they were just zombies oh my god here they come exclamation point colon question mark but they were going off on a tangent about that so we're happy to have a, a new name now that people can call better um that people will won't be afraid to tell other people about without being called a, a moron or I've already played this before. Uh yeah. I might still call it zombie mod source in some occasions though. No, that that's fine. I I know I do frequently. <laughs> <laughs> and I always need to be corrected, so I'm actually surprised I haven't said it yet. Well, Situation Outbreak's a pretty good name. Yeah, I I'm really happy I'm surprised that it actually came from Jordan, quite frankly. <laughs> and he's Jordan's not- so useless. <laughs> so how does everybody else feel on the team i mean you were mentioning some new members but anything more than that you got a new mapper you got like a i guess a sweatshop of modelers anything else new on the whole well, development side very recently i started doing player animation which it was sort of like a leap of faith i don't know what i'm doing but let me try it and uh it actually came out pretty well the result is now on mod db um I'm not entirely done with it, but I basically made a animation, a new animation set for the Reaper, which is the classic zombie you're familiar with. Um, and basically, it's 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 uh, a little uh, 28 days later, like in that it's running at you and right. wants your flesh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, take a look at that. That's something I I just whipped up, and I still need to uh, finalize it. But it should make it into 1.5. So now you don't really have those slow guys just walking at you. As exciting that as it is to blow the brains out, now you have someone who's running at you. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the animation right now. This is a really good job. Yeah, I, I tried. Last week we had uh, um, one of the modelers from Stargate Legacy talk about weight mapping. Is weight mapping as bad as he was saying it is? Uh, Are you doing any weight mapping? So that like yeah, that's, the, the model sits... I, I think... Um, See, there is a little bit of weight mapping in weapon animation, but most of it is actually done by the modeler. So I've never really had to... Oh, okay. Unless, unless the modeler screwed up, which some of them have. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, I just choose to ignore... I mean, the, the entire weight mapping process, you can actually get really detailed and nitty-gritty, like I'm sure many people do. But um, in true Zombie Mod Source fashion, and I'm going to use that name because it is in that fashion, because we moved on from that fashion, is... Uh, <laughs> is uh, to 
just get it done without really focusing on the weight mapping. <laughs> well, and it's not it's not the huge it's not the biggest deal. I know people make a huge big deal out of it, and you can really screw up animations if they aren't correct. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, good on commenting on the whole weight mapping process really because. Oh, I thought it was more of an animation thing, but it, it is more of a modeling thing. It is. It's it's both actually. It's where right. the modeling animation uh, things cross. And then I guess uh, another thing that just came to mind is last time we interviewed you, Steve was on, and he was from, um, oh, why can't I think of the mod name now? Uh, him and Jim. And uh, he was working on doing uh, an Orange Box remake or an Orange Box recode. How's that going? Uh, on that? He was working on it. Um, he was very busy, though, as I, as I understand, with other projects. So eventually I took the initiative and did it myself, which took really several days. But it's it's a good result now. It's up, latest it's updated to the latest engine available to developers. Um latest version of the engine available to developers. Um uh there are no more issues that before there were some issues with server class table errors, random people just like randomly when they decided to uh decided to join a server they couldn't join it. There's a big problem with that. Um, that's fixed. Uh, before you couldn't host, you couldn't really host dedicated servers correctly on Windows systems if they were external, if you purchased them somewhere else. Um, that's fixed. And we're hoping, hoping in uh, 1.5 to have Linux binaries so that you can have Linux servers, um, which most, most of the game server companies have now. Um, so that will, that will open new doors for more servers, which would be excellent. Um, so your current version of Zombie Mod Source 1.4, that's uh, that's on the Orange Box engine. It is. It's just not updated to the latest version, which okay. there were some underlying problems with that because with some TF2 updates and they diverged from the normal Orange Box. For instance, the Orange Box version TF2 and uh, DODS use now uh, isn't available to developers since their new update. Uh, okay. It's it's newer, but we we actually can't obtain it, um, so they what they did was basically made like a a little diverge of sorts. You have one end which is the mod mod community, so they just kept things the same, and then they went off on their own and in true Valve fashion fashion, and uh, made their own version that no one can get. But <laughs> well, but, they like to keep some things to themselves. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, I know. Or at least test it out. Maybe they don't think it's ready. Maybe sort of this is their public test. Yeah, I mean, it it was a, I I admire their, uh, they they do things without consulting people, and I admire that actually, because I do that frequently. <laughs> I feel like I feel like on their end, it was just sort of a decision they wanted to make, where now you have to you download an older version. I just that's sort of a pet peeve of mine not to have the latest stuff in my hands, but it's fine because this this newer version is more stable. There are no problems with it, no bugs. I've tested everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's much better. Good. And uh, last, I keep saying last time we talked to you, but I'm sort of just addressing the things that came up on the last podcast. Um, do you feel like your team is a lot more professional now? Do you guys feel like you're bunkering down and taking this a little yes. bit more serious? Well, having <laughs> <laughs> having the having the university, like the people, really helped a lot because there, like I said, those three weeks when they were just bringing bombarding us with content like screenshots every day of new weapons it was hard to keep track but i think that really straightened us out because before we were just doing things willy-nilly like oh this is a good idea let's do it which was working fine and we said it we, we would we would take it as long as we could but eventually we came to the realization that if you really want to get things done you need to push you need to push the envelope and really get get yourself out there and just Whatever opportunities present themselves, you need to take them. For instance, mm -hmm. Podcast 17. And uh, the, right, the, the guys really helped us out with the models, and I, I really admire their work ethic because it was far better than ours. <laughs> cool. And this is going to sound like a stupid question, but uh, I'm, trying, I'm scouring your pages right now, your ModDB page and your Situation Outbreak website. Where can people download 1.4? That... We actually pulled the 1.4 download when we changed the name, and the okay. reason for that is so people do not get 
Well, actually, there's two reasons. Um, since we changed the name, we don't want people getting confused. Oh, I downloaded Zombie Mod Source because then they tell people about Zombie Mod Source and then they go to look for it and it's not there. Uh, right, because I, I'm trying to get to your Zombie Mod Source mod DB profile and it looks like you pulled that down. Right, yeah, we had to pull that down because apparently they yelled at us when I tried to make two pages and made a redirect. They were angry. So I had <laughs> I had to pull one and then make a new one. Um, and the second reason um, really comes down to uh uh let me think oh it comes down to when when you're playing this content that we don't really want you to play anymore because 1.5 has it's really changed the mod for the better not like it's not really aesthetics that have changed that much but when you have all this new content you just won't want people playing like that version i think is 3 months old now and we've done a lot of things in 3 months and sometimes I forget what we've done exactly, so we need to just, it's sort of like a safeguard just to pull the old download. I know people get angry when you pull downloads, but because now there's just this whole underground movement of, whoa, where's one? Exactly. It almost feels like you're in limbo. <laughs> Which is fine, actually. I like that whole undergroundness. Let's go find 1.4 somewhere, even though I can't find it myself. Hey, I have it. When you guys are nice and popular in 10 years, when you're like the new Counter-Strike or the yeah. new Team Fortress, I'll be like, here's the original Zombie Mod Source. <laughs> and people were like, Zombie Mod Source. <laughs> we actually, as an ode to the old name, some of our weapons had the original Zombie Mod Source logo on them. I noticed that on the Katana, you have some Zombie Mod Source branding. So we left them. We left them there. Just, it was a nice little awe moment that we all had. It should just say R.I.P. Like on the top. <laughs> With blood all over it. <laughs> just to emphasize the fact. Yeah. Yep. Emmanuel, any questions for James? We've got him in our grips. No, I already. Okay. I've got the gist of it with the uh, um, with the first interview, and now I know that the names changed. I'm satisfied. Yeah, I think I'm. At first, I'll, I'll have to be honest. I was starting to lose faith in Zombie Mod Source over the past couple of months. I thought you guys were pretty much dead. But now, faith has been restored. I am ready for September. It has. We don't do a lot of media updates. I think that's right. something we should do. Then again, we don't really have anyone who's... We still don't have anyone who's doing PR. I still do the page. I find PR is one of the hardest jobs ever for anything. Like, modeling, mapping. I mean, that's really straightforward. You have to create a map. You have to create a model. For, but for PR... Yeah, because it's sort of hard to gauge what you have to do. <laughs> if, if people don't know you exist, it's sort of a problem. You can make the greatest map in the world, but if no one knows that you're there, no one's going to play it. I agree. It's, it's a tough job. So anyway, um, not much else to talk about. Emmanuel, you probably got to run. Yeah. An hour and four minutes this episode has been. Shortest uh, episode since our very first episode, I think. Even the, uh, even the shortest of our latest episodes have been twice as long as this i know but i think it's good everybody sort of wanted a break from these long episodes i know i did there's no there's no reason to keep going on and on when we have nothing to yeah except we're doing it right now we're going on and on, and yeah. on. so how about them bucks <laughs> thanks james for coming on the show last minute extremely last minute i think it was like five minutes before the show and i apologize for being tired when i first started no you're a great interviewer Absolutely. The best around. Nothing's ever going to break down. break it down. <laughs> and thanks, Emmanuel, for showing up. Of course. When don't I? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I, I've been, I, besides that one I missed um, with Shotgun Sunrise, I have not really. No, you're reliable. I'll put it that way. So anyway, this has been another edition of Podcast 17. Um, tune in every Sunday, 10 a.m. I think we're going to change the time. I think Thank we're going to sit God. down, have a meeting. Um, me, you, I'll try to get Philip on it, Dave Traeger, some other people. We're going to figure out a time. Yes. Saturday at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to figure out a good time for everybody in the world. And if we have to pull out a time machine, then we'll do it. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think we have a unified... Uni is unified a word? I don't know. Unified. Okay, unified effort. We will we will make this happen. If 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 Britain and England and I mean if England and America could defeat the Nazi overlords, 
World War II, I think we can handle setting a good time for the podcast. That's true. Yep, I think so too. Cooperation is where it'll be. Yeah, but did anyway, you see, did you see uh, *Inglorious Bastards* yet? No, I haven't. Can I, I spoil it for you? No. Damn. <laughs> I'll probably go tomorrow. So anyway, um, this is the end of another episode. Like I said, oh. tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, podcast17.com. And yes. check out all our other episodes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. All right, so we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out. Goodbye.